Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. There's huge disparities uh, right across the country between the amount of homes available for people to rent and then the amount of holiday properties available on short-term lets. And it's a piece in the Irish Examiner. Like, for instance, in Cork, there's there are 14 times more short-term lets in Airbnb um, than rental homes available on the property daft.ie. It's six times more in Dublin. Galway, there's 23 times more short-term lets available on Airbnb. So it explains why it can be so difficult at times in Galway to get a long-term rental accommodation. So we're asking, if you're an Airbnb user, if you're an Airbnb host, I want to hear your thoughts on this today because there's calls for um, stricter rules and regulations around the use of, of Airbnb. And if you're somebody that's currently looking to get a rental property, I want to hear your thoughts on this this afternoon. George is with us on the line today in Clare. George, has this had an impact on you? Hi. Um, yes, it has had a major impact on me over the last few years. Um, I live in County Clare. And I believe with those statistics uh, you were talking about, we have, is it 66 to 1, the ratio of Airbnb to houses in Clare? I think the only county higher than County Clare is County Kerry. Um, and yeah, I seven, am seven, 17, 17 rental properties on the daft.ie website, uh, apparently at the moment in County Clare, versus 1,044 on Airbnb. Yeah, so... Let's consider that maybe not all houses are on Daft, and let's consider some of these Airbnbs are pods and not houses. I mean, still, that ratio is absolutely staggering and outrageous. And any existing regulation is only in rent pressure zones, which my county has absolutely none. But I would argue that the definition of a rent pressure zone may have to be reestablished if this is if there are only 17 houses in my county. But you asked me what's my personal, um, how I got personally affected by this. I constantly had to move houses every eight or nine months um, because in the winter, obviously, there's very little Airbnb. uh, So houses become available. There's a little surge in houses available in County Clare. And I got really sick of this. Um, And so my daughter's mum... has this old mobile home on an old bit of land, and I rebuilt it to move into it. Uh, it's very old. There's no hot water, um, although I actually got a heating system since I was last on News Talk, so things have slightly improved, okay. although I haven't installed it yet. But I basically got sick of constantly moving, and it's not very. It's quite stressful on a child for this as well to constantly move every nine months. And I can't house share because I'm a parent, and so I just live in this kind of crazy house situation. Um, In a way, I'm one of the lucky ones because I have so many friends that constantly move houses uh, in the summer and have nowhere to go. Often have to leave County Clare. Yeah. Okay, so that's, like, it's interesting, George, you know, to to hear you talk about how your, your, you know, your situation has improved. Um, But I presume, like, you in an ideal world, you want to get somewhere that's a long-term property or long-term yeah, I, rent. I, I, I share a room with my daughter who's almost 10, like teenage years are coming soon. I need to find a house very soon. Um, in the next year, I'm giving it one more year before I have to go find a house. Uh, and yeah, it looks like the government is foot dragging on any terms of regulation uh, for Airbnb in 
both locally and nationally. Now, As you, I don't know if you read the, the article in the Irish mm. Times by uh, Frank MacDonald a few days ago. Like there, there's some uh, um, legislation or regulation, whatever you want to call it, that's been introduced around the Airbnb sector um, with regards to people having to apply for planning permission if you want to rent it out for more than, than 90 days. I think they'd looked at actually the introduction of other legislation as well, but there was an issue with that um, from the European Commission or that's that that's still, I think, being examined at the moment. So what other rules or regulations would you like to see introduced, George? Um, well, I would like to see regulation uh, that does not occur only in rent pressure zones. Like we currently have new registrations require host uh, listing rooms in rent pressure zones, must inform their local authority. I don't know how well that is enforced, uh, judging by the amount of Airbnbs that have surged in the last year in Dublin, which is like has large rent pressure zones in itself. But as I said, I would like to see this not occur in rent pressure zones because if you look, there's a website called Inside Airbnb that has a mapping of all the Airbnbs available in Ireland. You will see the West Coast is, there are so many from Kerry all the way to Donegal. There is just so many Airbnbs in the West and West Cork. Still, there's loads in Dublin and Waterford as well. Uh, But I would like to see a national kind of legislation coming in. And I don't know if you've heard about the seven-year rule that any unauthorized development, including change of use that continues for more than seven years without action taken, uh, acquires planning permission by default. So soon it may be too late to even get a lot of these houses back for uh, for rental accommodation. Okay, Jerry is with us as well, George. Uh, Jerry is on the line too. I believe you're you you're an Airbnb property, um, or you have an Airbnb property, Jerry. Is that right? You're a host. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Andrea, and hi, George, as well. There, um, I I, I sympathise one hundred percent with George's situation. Mm. Yes, Andrea, I, I have um, um, myself and my wife run a small Airbnb um, apartment. It's part of our house. It's it's like an extension of our house. It, it was a granny flat from my mum. She passed away in 2018. And we figured what, we were thinking for a long time what we would do with it. Yeah. And we are we have a farm here. I'm an organic farmer since January. And um, the house and the apartment are ensconced really in the middle of the farm. You know, it's central to the, mm. to the farm structure. And we, we, we looked at it and we said, we can't let this out long term because it's right beside us. It's basically adjoining our house. If things didn't go well, we were snookered. And we've all seen the horror stories and heard the horror stories about people not paying rent. And the RTB are basically useless in this form because it would take at least a year and you could be down thousands of euros in terms of, of non-paying of rent. Mm. So we went down the road. We decided what was best for us was we would rent it out as an Airbnb. We started off as a trial and we have lots of amenities in our area. We're right beside Lochrane Castle. We have a lot of attractions in South Leitrim um, ranging from the Rumshan Chambo gin experience experience, and a lot of a lot of other things in the area so there would be a lot of weddings in Lochrane and we started off and we thought that was our primary market and we would get one two nights at the weekend and really, we were we were blown away with the response from it. Mm. Um, you're sort of a, you're nearly like a B and B, Jerry. 
it's 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 a B and B without the breakfast. So yeah. we, we leave <laughs> we right. leave the the, the breakfast stuff there yeah. for for yes, a very light breakfast, and they come and go as they please. We generally make a point of greeting them when they arrive, and we'll always make contact See with who's them. Coming in the door. We've had we've. Yeah, exactly. And our two dogs, we have two collie dogs and they do the greeting for us. At three o'clock in the morning when people come home from a wedding, the dogs greet them <laughs> looking to play with a ball. So it's, it goes down very well. But Andrea, um, th- the point really is, and, and this comes out, has come out more and more over the last few months, this, the short term Airbnb are being targeted mm. as why why aren't we doing something to solve the, the, the rent, the housing crisis? And when you look at it, there are so many things that should be done on on a much higher scale, further up the branch towards government. We constantly see an estate of houses being finished with 300 houses. There's 300 houses for 300 families, people, whatever sort of um, group you have that could buy a house and get out of the rent sector, the rent trap. The average rent price in Ireland is 1,600 euros. That would pay a massive mortgage over over 30 years. And we are satisfying the funds, people call them vulture funds, you can use whatever terminology you want. But they're investment funds that are coming in and taking out stock. And they are not going to sell them on, they're going to rent them. And because rent is high, you are so you snookering more people in the situation for longer. Do you feel you're being nearly unfairly targeted in, in all of this? You said that there's a lot of people, I, there's a lot of people, George, I'd make the point actually getting in touch here now when I come to some of the messages who, who feel like, like for instance, this texture here summarises a lot of them. Why should, why should anybody decide what one person can do with their property? Like why, why, why can't somebody choose to rent out there, you know, like George, Jerry's scenario there, George, um, the, the granny flat at the side of the house. Like, if he chooses to rent that out for a weekend, sure. Like, why can't he? Well, I think I made the point that um, not every single house of that 1,044 in County Clare uh, would be a suitable long-term accommodation for everyone. And maybe in Jerry's case, that would be the case if he chooses not to do that. But I think 17 to 1,044 ratio I'm sure there are definitely some available houses for that. And I also take in Jerry's point that this is not the cause of the housing crisis, but it sure is a cause of the crisis in housing where I live on the West Coast in County Clare. Again, those numbers are staggering in terms of what is available do you, to rent. Do you, do you feel, Jerry, though, that you know, like you and others and people, you know, people that have this in the same situation as yourself, that you're nearly being unfairly blamed? For the situation well, with I, rentals, the rental I wouldn't say unfairly blamed, but maybe unfairly, tar- maybe unfairly targeted. When my maths teacher had a great saying when I was in, in secondary school. He said, "Statistics don't lie, but liars use statistics." If you go on to any website looking for housing, it's it's a matter of fact that when you look at short short term lets, there's always going to be a higher number of short term lets. Because by its nature, a short-term mm. let is a short-term let. If you go on to Booking.com or Airbnb, where, where we advertise our apartment, if it's booked up, uh, you pick a date and obviously it's not there. But if we have no bookings for the next two weeks, our apartment is there. But if it's booked, it's not there. But if you look at it and you can go right on to next Christmas, you will see vacancies there. So short-term lets are going to be there. There's always okay. going to be a higher number. In terms of the permanent rental market we'll say where, where somebody has an apartment they're renting it out permanently because there's a shortage mm. and I know of one specific fact where uh, a couple moved out of their apartment and it didn't even get advertised 
because it, and it was for a long term let because that was the, the conditions of it. Um, the, the the letting agent had a book with maybe I don't know how many names on it, but it went immediately. It, it never saw headlines. And because there's such a demand, there's a constant stream of rental properties, specifically long-term, changing hands that never show up. Okay. To to, to quote, sorry, just finish on this one. Just the the statistics that are showing that, the short-term let is always going to be there because my apartment is not booked full-time and you can go ahead and look and look. It's always going to be available at some point. Uh, Your your long-term let, people are going to have it for one year, two years, ten years. There's a lot of people who don't want to be in, in the rental yeah. market. No, they no, want I to can, own their I, house. I, 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 I and they're, they're not being facilitated. Okay. Let, let me bring in Hugh as well, um, Jerry. Hugh is on the line. What's your view around whether we need stricter rules for Airbnbs? I think, uh, thanks very much for having me on. Uh, yeah. My business is an auctioneering business uh, and property, and as a landlord myself, uh, so we have offices in, in the Dublin uh, and, and Mead area, Hugh Morris Alliance Auctioneers. And what we're finding and what we're seeing is the underlying problem here is delivery of housing. We have a population uh, in Ireland heading on growth uh, numbers of up to 100,000 people a year uh, in this economy. And we are an open economy. So there has to be balance and there has to be, you know, uh, 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 opportunities and basically, uh, you know, the likes of Airbnb service services a certain sector that's needed in an open economy, which we are in Ireland. There's a lot of people coming into Ireland working in on contract work and need short term lets. Airbnb does that for that mm. sector and it does it for the tourism sector. But you must notice you, I'm sure, yourself, you know, in the in the auctioneering business, people that would have had, and like I'm not saying big landlords, but somebody who maybe, maybe even by default has a, a chalet like Jerry or, you know, an extra one apartment or something that they bought in, in previously in negative equity. Um you know, that they would have rented out for long periods and now taken it back off that market and putting it into the Airbnb market. I think at the end of the day... It's financially better. Yeah, but the state is financially better because all income is declared basically on annual tax returns and that brings revenue into the exchequer. It's about, and it's not about revenue with with the state at the moment or the Department of Housing. What it is is delivery of housing stock. We have over 1.6 billion people worldwide homeless without homes. In Ireland, we have over 12,000 people homeless. That is because of the ability to deliver housing. That is the key problem here. And what we really have to start thinking in Ireland is delivering accommodation and thinking outside the box. Mm. We had schemes like Section 23 uh, back in 2004. They delivered regeneration of older stock within our rural towns and the environment and in the greater Dublin area. Schemes like that, Section 23, should be brought back in to encourage people to invest into the buildings to deliver accommodation. Yeah, but nobody... That is the issue at the end. It's not popular though, is it? It's not popular, but at the end of the day, you can't just turn around and say that you're going to clean out or stop a sector or a short-term let economy going on. Whether it's called Airbnb or, or some other different name, that market 
is there and it's needed. Yeah. It's needed but sure, look, we all have used Airbnb, I'm sure, from, from time to time. I've gone away with, with groups of friends before and we've used, I haven't booked it myself, but it has been booked through Airbnb accommodation for a weekend or city break and like every other European country seems to be able to use and make use of an Airbnb market. But it's, it's look, look at the issues it seems to be posing here. I think when you bring regulation in, uh, it it interferes with the marketplace. Uh, and, and that is a problem. The more you regulate, the more interference you create in in, a, in an open market, basically. Uh, and, and that has knock-on effects. No matter what part of the economy you intervene, there has to be balance. And no one's saying that there shouldn't be balance. But at the end of the day, when you interfere in the market with legislation, it has a ripple-on effect. Okay. And we're seeing that with landlords, there's, small landlords, leaving the yeah, market. Yeah. Oh, in, no, absolutely. There's, there's more and more people looking to get in touch, actually, about this today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.